Welcome to the Medical Association of Georgia's award-winning top doc show. With more than 8,000 members who care for patients in every specialty and practice setting, MAG is the leading voice for physicians in Georgia. Go to mag.org to join MAG if you're a physician in Georgia. And thanks to Alliant Health Solutions for its support as a sponsor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Top Docs. I'm your host and MAG CEO, Donald Pomisano. Today's show features two medical students and members of the MAG Medical Reserve Corps who were deployed during the pandemic a few months ago. Our first guest is Blair Burton, who is a fourth-year student at the Medical College of Georgia at Augusta University. Our second guest is Mason Bennett, who is a student at the Trinity School of Medicine. Thank you both for joining us today and welcome. Thank you, thank you for having us. All right. Well, thank you. So let me let me get started by uh, asking uh, Blair, can you explain uh, the MAG MRC's mission? Yes, sir. So MAG MRC um, is kind of when enlisted during times of crisis or public health emergencies, we have to be requested by the state to be deployed. Um, and that process involves kind of the initial response to an outbreak such as COVID-19 or a natural disaster as like the prior hurricanes and things like that through Georgia. And our response is um, to set up the kind of infrastructure needed to kind of form a prolonged response. And we are in the kind of first group of people that are boots on the ground and really within that first 72 hours, kind of setting up infrastructure and coordinating with local um, health officials and things like that. However, there's kind of another side when we are not deployed and that process is really being involved in kind of public health and working uh, towards decreasing um, disease prevalence and um, kind of helping eliminating healthcare disparities through local training sessions, kind of with various um, cities and governments throughout the state. Okay. And then, uh, Mason, do you have anything to add to that? I think she summed it up just great. Yeah, that was really good. Okay. Well, I, I'll tell you this is that with the MAG MRC this year, um, you know, we've, it's been around for a couple of years. And what made this one so challenging, and I think I, I cannot commend the MRC en uh, enough and, and all of you who volunteered, is that usually, like as, as Blair was saying, it was for 72 hours. This went on for months. <laughs> and so, so, I mean, it was a good test. It was a good showing that all the training that everybody's been doing for the last couple of years uh, came to show that, hey, we were well-trained and ready to go. So thank you for doing that, um, especially during, I mean, it's such an extraordinary time. So, so Mason, let me ask you, how did you get involved with the uh, MAG MRC? So I first heard about it. Uh, we got a new dean, Dean Purcell, at our school, Trinity, um, a little while back. And uh, she mentioned it when she first arrived, and it sounded really interesting. And uh, since I've been going to Trinity, I really... I really like the school. I feel like it's a great place where I can thrive and I've tried to give back in a lot of ways, involving myself in welcome committees, SGA and whatnot. And so when the Dean brought up the MRC, I thought that sounds really amazing. And I, I was looking to join. Um, then when the quarantine occurred, we got us, we got an email asking for help, um, seeing if anybody was interested. And I'd remembered our Dean mentioning it. And so I, I signed up and thought it sounded like a wonderful opportunity, great way to involve myself and learn some great things and signed up. Well, good. And then, and, and Blair, how about yourself? How did you get involved? Similar to Mason, Dr. Purcell, um, at Medical College of Georgia, we kind of, over your first year, 
We have multiple events. Um, kind of one of the fun ones for students is disaster day training. So that involves uh, multiple things. But as part of that, Dr. Purcell and students from the Savannah campus who are MAG MRC members come to Augusta and we set up kind of a whole triage of tents and you're triaging your disaster patients and things like that, which actually counts for a required training. And so I completed that and I thought it was a lot of fun. And after talking to other members, I completed um, the other requirements of training my second year and became an official member. Good. And I can tell you, I've worked with Dr. Purcell the last few years and she's fantastic. Um, she's got a lot of energy and her, she has organized a lot of the trainings leading up to um, COVID-19. So she's, she's a great resource. Um, and, and I can't thank her enough for everything that she's done uh, for the MAG MRC. And so this kind of question uh, dovetails a little bit, obviously, on, on how did you get involved, but a little bit more specific. Like, so why did you join? Because there's a lot of other things that, that you can be doing and, um, you know, when, when you're not doing your rotations. And so why did you decide to join the MRC? And, and, and Blair, let me start with you. Okay. Um, I will admit I have a little bit of a trauma bug. Um, and so I just think anything involving, like, for example, the disaster day simulations and triaging is one excited and exciting and interesting for me. Um, and as a medical student, I thought it was a great way to kind of stay up on date, up to date on those techniques and, and going into orthopedic surgery, I might not necessarily use those on a daily basis, but I think it's important for, for every member of the healthcare field to have those basic skills. And so I wanted to be up to date on that, but it was a lot of fun. Um, and in addition to be able to work with local physicians and members um, and leadership around the state. I saw it as a unique um, experience and something I wanted to be a part of. Okay. And then Mason, how about yourself? Um, so for me, it sounded uh, it's similar to what Blair said, keeping up with uh, the skills and the things that they would teach us. Um, I spent some time in the army and I really liked the structure of that. Okay. And the MRC sounded like a great organization with that kind of structure. Um, and I just wanted to keep up to date with the skills, but then I joined during the COVID times. I got the email and we had just gotten pulled out of rotations and we we're trying to figure out what we were going to be doing. And I felt like I had a little bit of time because we were doing online rotations at that point. And I was reflecting on my life and I saw, you know, I was home, I was safe. Um, my life wasn't terribly paused like a lot of people's where I was able to continue with online rotations. And I felt very fortunate and it seemed like a really great way to be able to involve myself and give back with skills that I had learned and, um, and with the time that I had. Well, first of all, thank you for your service in the army. Thank you for doing that. And, um, and it seems like this is a natural fit, uh, for your service in the army and especially Blair with you and your interest in trauma. So, um, thankfully you probably didn't have to see too much trauma in this one. Um, so that's always a good thing, uh, for those of us who are not physicians. Um, but let me ask you, so, so joining the MAG-MRC, um, how difficult is the process? And uh, Blair, we'll start with you. And then Mason, if you've got anything to add as well. Sure. Um, so the process for a student member is relatively simple. Um, and Dr. Purcell is involved with Mercer as well and MCG. Um, as part of our curriculum, like I mentioned, the first years where I got exposed, a lot of the kind of required training sessions which are always a lot of fun, um, are involved in the curriculum of your first and two years. And so 
Uh, you just need three of them to become a student member. Um, and then there's some online paperwork, but for non-student members, kind of healthcare officials or, um, sorry, healthcare workers around the state, really anyone can be a member, um, from physicians, nurses, EMTs, even veterinarians. Um, the MAG MRC has a canine unit and just in case of evacuation situations, um, veterinarians are of use there. And it just involves being registered with Serve Georgia, some of the online paperwork and a couple of online courses through FEMA um, and then a participation in one event um, or training session. Okay. Mason, anything to add to that? Um, I think, I think uh, Blair summed it up pretty well, the traditional way to do it. Mine was a little different during um, the pandemic and everything. Uh, I, wasn't able, I haven't yet been able to do some of the orientations. Um, I did quite a lot of paperwork and uh, yes. there was a need to get us all out there. So they sent us out there. But from what I've heard with similar organizations, this one is, is fairly easy to join. The orientations aren't too time consuming, knowing schedules of medical professionals and all that. And as long as you have a background in the medical field or public health, you're welcome to join. Yeah. And, and, and just so, so our audience knows is that um, the MAG MRC is the only statewide um, um, mm -hmm. medical reserve corps in the country. And then uh, the other thing is that anybody can join. So uh, because of the pandemic going on, um, I joined as well. And I have zero medical background and or training. And, uh, but I help out on the administrative side. Um, just trying to make sure where, where people are deployed, things like that. So, so anybody can do it. Um, the paperwork, you know, there's always paperwork involved, but um, it's, 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 not, it's not that bad. And once you do it, it's very fulfilling. So I would encourage anybody and everybody to do it. And you can just reach out to us directly at MAG and we can get you started at www.mag.org. So Mason, let me ask you, um, can you tell us a little bit about what role you played with the MRC and, and your deployment during the COVID-19 outbreak? So um, my role, I was assigned to uh, some food banks down in Thomasville, Georgia. Uh, the food banks had been kind of shut down because of the pandemic. They couldn't allow normal volunteers to come. And so the governor had mobilized the Georgia State Defense Force, uh, Georgia soldiers to go down and, and man these food banks and pack the food uh, because there was greater need than ever at this time to uh, get food to people. And so I basically was just their medical support. I was there to take care of any kind of injuries or worries. I did screenings when they came in and out of the building and um, was just there to kind of support them. Oh, good. Good. So, Blair, what about you? How, tell us about your experience and deployment during COVID-19. So my experience was very different from Mason's. Um, I'll just kind of start with... I got a call from Lieutenant Green or Dr. Green is kind of my district lead for MAG MRC in the area. And he initially asked if I would be interested in being deployed um, to the greater Atlanta region. They just needed some help with testings and things like that. And just like Mason, we had our curriculum, our clinicals paused. And so we were doing some online electives and I will say MCD did a great job about we had like fundraisers, PPE and, and things like that to support our local, our local healthcare workers. However, I really wanted to be involved kind of on a greater level and we are not allowed um, to participate in kind of the clinical aspect of COVID. So we, I asked Dr. Green if there was any other way I could be of use. And he got back to me and said, um, the kind of internal command staff, which is essentially kind of the operations board um, that was deployed during the pandemic 
to kind of help with the healthcare response and logistics and things like that. Needed some assistance. So I, they kind of created a role. It's called the team deputy. So I worked under my team lead, who's in charge of certain districts around the state. And so I was more on the kind of logistics operations side, a lot of computer work and calling and just kind of making sure our volunteers were safe um, while deployed in the field. So like checking on Mason and other things like that um, to make sure our volunteers were safe and had the support they needed while they were actually physically deployed and helping out with the healthcare response. Okay. So let let me, and let me kind of get into that a little bit more. So uh, obviously uh, having that organizational skill set, you know, doing more of an administrative capacity, um, those are some of the things that a lot of times people don't get an opportunity to do, obviously, while you're doing your clinical training. Um, aside, in addition to that, what, what, how has uh, the, the MAG-MRC helped you build your professional network and expand your skill set? I'll start with you, Blair, and then Mason. Um, so for me, I really, I mean, just being able to be involved on the internal command staff, which was a small group of physicians and MAG MRC leaders run the state. We worked with the local public health department, um, the governor's office kind of on a statewide basis. And so I was, I was in there every day on a daily basis, talking to my team leads um, and other physicians around the state. And I really got to, saw, to see um, kind of under Dr. Harvey's leadership and other members, kind of what successful leadership um, skills look like. Uh, throughout this kind of chaotic process. I mean, this is the first time MAG-MRC was deployed at this level. And so it was really a ground up process and just the team got to work together and I got to see what that looked like. And for me, I'm, I'm very interested in leadership positions um, with my future career. And so I felt that was a great experience for me. Okay. And Mason, what about yourself? Um, it was really a great way for me, like you said, to build up a professional network and expand my skills. Um, my, my direct um, leader right over me was Dr. Shaw in the area, and uh, I got to meet with him to get some PPE for some of the assignments. And um, it was nice to kind of connect with doctors in the area because then they ended up being preceptors that I had later on uh, once we got back in the hospitals. Um, it was really Interesting to meet with the other doctors uh, who were helping out. On Fridays, we would combine our food bank with other ones and distribute food to other places. So I got to meet uh, physicians and other healthcare workers that were working at other food banks and in an informal way and setting, get to talk to them about their careers and their lives and what they were doing. Um, And then even I I, uh, had the great blessing to be invited to an elective rotation in my fourth year, which I was really happy about because during the COVID crisis, um, well, during the pandemic, uh, not a lot of students had a lot of access to go to rotations and elective rotations were even harder to find. And so I, I was really blessed with that. And then uh, the experience also gave me a lot of confidence in my skills. I did have uh, leaders who I talked to when there were problems and I, I did call them and send emails when I had um, different questions or issues. But for the most part, it was uh, me down there in Thomasville and I had to be able to have confidence in the things that I've been taught and the things I knew how to do and confidence in the decisions that I was making. And that was a great experience because as a medical student, you are with the doctor a lot of times and everything, you know, falls upon your attending for the most part. Um, you have responsibility, but you don't really feel it as much as um, I feel like I felt when I was out there helping out. Well, great. And I'll tell you, you um, uh, both of you have mentioned uh, three doctors in particular who have been uh, presidents of, of the Medical Association of Georgia, um, Dr. Shaw. 
uh, uh, Manash Shah, who is in Warner Robins, OBGYN. Um, he was president back in 2015-ish. Um, Dr. John Harvey, who's the head of the MRC, um, he is a past president from 2016. He's a general and trauma surgeon. And then um, Dr. Michael Green, uh, family physician. And he was president, I believe, back in 2003, 2004, but all still very active. So I'm glad you got the opportunity to work with all of them uh, because they, you know, they show you the value of, of, of having those connections across the state, um, especially in, in these um, extraordinary times. So, so Mason, let me ask you, uh, uh, if you had to nail down, um, what was one of your most memorable experiences as a MAG MRC member? And then Blair, that question will come to you shortly thereafter. Um, like I mentioned, the, on Fridays, we would distribute food and we would connect with other groups. And uh, one day I was with the, with the physician who was with another group and we were at the medical tent helping with various needs. And I, would just, I was just talking to her about her life. She was, lived north of Atlanta and was driving all the way down south to the southern part of Georgia for this. Uh, she had left her practice in the care of other providers and other people working there. And I was just really impressed with her um, desire to serve and her initiative to do so. And just how much, um, how much care she had for getting these things done and serving in the MRC. Uh, it, you know, in medical school, you learn a lot about the clinical side of medicine, how your clinics run all that. But I got to see a different part of physician life and uh, the tremendous amount of, of, need this physician had to serve others and use her skills to do good. And uh, that left a, a good impression on me, a deep impression on me on kind of the physician that I hope to be someday. And that really Great. stands out a lot to me. Great. And then Blair, how about yourself? Um, so it's kind of hard to pick one particular experience. I, in addition to kind of those leadership skills and connections I made, I got to work with Dr. Kirkpatrick, Senator Kirkpatrick, oh, yeah. um, who orthopedic surgeon by training um, and who's kind of become one of my mentors as I kind of am applying to orthopedic surgery this year and residency and things like that. And which has continued kind of past the pandemic and we've kept in touch, but then in general, so I, I was on the more logistic side. So I was, didn't get to really witness the kind of in field response, but um, as part of my job, I would talk to volunteers kind of every day on the phone and check with them. And it was really just amazing to see, A, the dedication um, that they had. A lot of these physicians were, as things picked back up, having their clinics, they would reorganize their entire schedule to be able mm -hmm. to go do testing that day and go out in the field and help. Um, or they would do an entire clinic and then they would pull a, a night shift or a 24-hour shift and really the kind of dedication. And, and then also on the other side, they were so appreciative of kind of MAG MRC support um, and kind of constant checking on them and making sure they had what they need and they were safe. Um, and so I thought that was, that's probably something I really stood out to me is how MAG MRC takes care of its members. And then on the flip side as well, is there some of the ones who put in the long hours and the dedication when um, their help was needed? Yeah. And I, I can tell you, uh, Dr. Kirkpatrick, she, she's fantastic. Um, she was co-president of resurgence um, orthopedics um, up until she retired about four years ago. And then um, she was convinced to run for the state Senate. And so her second career has been, has been as successful as her first. She's done, she's been great. And I can't say enough things about her um, and the work that she has always done with the Medical Association of Georgia. 
so so I know it, it's it's you know when when people listen to this discussion, um, I I want to try to put this in a little bit of a framework of um, how much time has been required of you for the for the mag MRC. Now we know that it's been extraordinary times. So and you were deployed and for the for this very purpose of a pandemic. But can you kind of put that in perspective for some folks? Because I don't want to scare people off. I don't want them to think that this volunteer um, um, organization all of a sudden takes all of your time and, you know, you still got to pay the bills, right, at the end of the day. So can you put it a little bit in perspective? And uh, Blair, I'll start with you and then um, ask, ask you as well, Mason. I was going to say, during the pandemic, that was a, that's a whole nother story. Um, and it kind of, so the MAG MRC is great because you can be involved as like little as your time and schedule allows or has or as much as you would like. Um, so during the pandemic, it was kind of a 24, not 24-7, full-time job for me. Mason was more 24-7. Um, but outside of that, as being a medical student, um, and Mason is as well, our schedules kind of vary and we don't have a lot of free time in addition to everything we have to do to devote. And so it's been very manageable for myself. Um, you do the training sessions and then it's kind of a once a year training session or event to stay up to date, but, um, it kind of has the flexibility of being involved as much or as little as you want. And so it is something that the volunteers have done where you can, we're very flexible. We'll take all the help we can get. And so it's, um, I would say very manageable for anyone who's interested. Okay. Mason thoughts. Um, I would agree with Blair. Blair's been doing this much longer than I have, um, but the uh, experience I have is is pretty much the same. It's it's kind of as as your time allows. Um, I was a little nervous about it before joining because the life of a medical student is hectic, and life of any health professional is hectic, and uh, your schedule's not always perfectly set. But it's been nice because as I have uh, time and as I'm able to, I've been able to help. And the MRC has been really understanding with it all. When the when I was assigned to go down to Thomasville, I was leaving my my very pregnant wife and and for, um, oldest son here, and uh, I was a little nervous for them, but I was able to communicate with my leaders and share my concerns, and uh, it, it all worked out, and everything was fine. It was it was a uh, it worked out well. So it's kind of just as you have time as you're able. Okay, and then, so Mason, let me ask you this question: um, What do you tell your fellow medical students who want to join the MRC? I think they definitely should do it. It's a great opportunity. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, it's a great way to um, talk and meet with other health professionals in a more uh, informal setting and uh, to be doing these great projects together. It helps with your skills, um, helps get your mind off your test sometimes. And uh, I, I think it's a great opportunity. I think um, if they have a desire, I think they should look into it and join. Okay. Blair, do you have anything to add? Uh, well, first, you can't forget that it does look great on a CV or resume for residency applications. Um, but besides that, I, I think it's a great way to be involved kind of at your local level um, and with other medical students and physicians around the state. And as I mentioned several times before, kind of those the leadership examples and experience, I think, are invaluable. Um, and I'm sure it will give me plenty of uh, things to talk about in my upcoming interviews. Well, good. So, um, so Blair, let me ask you, how can people get more information about the MAG MRC? Well, kind of the first great way to start is just online. Um, www.magdart.org um, is a great first place to start. And in the little search area, you can search MAG MRC um, and lots of information will pop up. 
And if you have any specific questions about membership, um, you can email Fred Jones at F, F Jones at mag.org. I think, yeah, that's all correct. <laughs> well, good. And then Mason, um, any, any other suggestions on that front? I think she covered it pretty well. That's about how I found out about it. Connecting okay. <laughs> well, let me ask you, um, as we wrap this up, uh, Mason, do you have any final takeaway messages? Uh, yeah, I, I guess this one kind of goes back to the comment about fellow medical students. Um, I really think the MAG MRC was a great opportunity. And as medical students, um, it's really easy to get focused in on yourself. You're studying all the time. You're focused on your grades, your education, and it's really easy to get wrapped up in yourself. And the MRC, I feel like was a great opportunity to kind of step outside that and look to other people and, and enhance my education in ways that I, I didn't expect. During the pandemic, um, a lot of things slowed down. A lot of people were doing things online. And I feel like uh, doing the MRC helped to enhance the things that I was learning and teach me lessons in my medical education that I hadn't expected to get. Um, so I think it's a really great opportunity. Um, it's really important to step outside and to serve when you're able to. And uh, yeah, I think you should join if, you, if you're interested. All right. Blair, any takeaway messages, final thoughts? Well, first, thank you um, for having us and letting Mason and I share this experience that both of our experiences were unique from each other's, but I think it's one we both can agree was invaluable and that we thoroughly enjoyed being a part of. Um, and I hope we've been able to show why MAG MRC is important to us and how it gives back. And like Mason said, I would encourage anyone to get involved. Um, there's local MRCs and there's MAG MRC as a state, and you can reach out, reach out to any of your local leaders. Um, and I just really enjoyed, and I would love for everyone else to have the same experience that Mason and I did. Great, great. Well, first of all, thank you both uh, to, to, to you, Blair, as well as to you, Mason, for your service and for sharing some really important information today. And our thanks and best wishes to every member of the MAG MRC team and uh, for their dedication and, and their, uh, the time they spent, uh, especially during these um, extraordinary times with COVID-19. I also wanna thank and applaud uh, the Georgia Trauma Care Network Commission for its financial support of the MAG-MRC, uh, which has been very critical. Um, as always, I wanna thank and applaud our tireless and heroic uh, physicians and allied healthcare professionals and staff for everything that they're doing every day. From everybody at MAG, thanks for watching and we'll catch up with you on the next edition of Top Docs. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for watching this episode of Top Docs. Please share this program with your colleagues and family and friends. Remember to follow Mag on Facebook and Twitter. And don't forget, you can get past episodes of the show at mag.org backslash top docs. From everybody at Mag, we look forward to catching up with you on our next episode of Top Docs.